Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, Agriculture Minister David Merritt welcomes a decision by APAS to join legal action against Ottawa's carbon tax. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry Shepherd at 352 1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Cloudy, 30%. Chance of flurries and risk of freezing rain. Fog, wind up to 15 kilometers per hour. The high, minus 2. The wind chill, near minus 7. Tonight, fog again, low minus 7. The wind chill, minus 7 in the evening and minus 12 overnight. Tomorrow, fog dissipating in the afternoon, then cloudy. Winds up to 15 kilometers an hour, the high minus 2. The wind chill minus 12 in the morning and minus 6 in the afternoon. The low minus 6 for Friday. Saturday cloudy, the high minus 4, the low minus 10. Sunday cloudy, the high minus 7, the low minus 10. Monday partly cloudy, the high minus 5, the low minus 14. Tuesday sunny, the high minus 9, the low minus 14. Wednesday sunny, the high minus 12. Normal high is minus 5, the normal low minus 16. The sun rose at 8.34 this morning. It sets at 4.59 tonight. And around the province, we have Estevan at minus 2, Saskatoon minus 6, Swift Current 0, Weyburn minus 3, Yorkton is minus 7. Freezing fog in Regina this hour. It's minus 3 degrees. That's 26 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southeast at 16. Humidity is 98%. The barometer rising 100.8. Fog in Moose Jaw, minus 4. Winds are from the southeast at 9. Once again, Regina, freezing fog, minus 3. That's 26 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougalauction.com. Agriculture Minister David Merritt says plant diseases and agriculture program initiatives will be among the topics discussed at the APAS annual meeting this afternoon. Merritt speaks to delegates and says there are several issues of discussion. Jim, I'm just going to talk about uh, obviously the importance of agriculture and what it means to this province, but talk about some of the issues that obviously are front and centre for us. Club root is obviously an issue. Uh, the Canadian Agriculture uh, Program, We just I want to touch on that and some uh, initiatives that are in there that might help producers and uh, have that discussion. And So my message is, is kind of short in some respects, but to talk about... You know, all all sectors of the livestock, even the trespass bit, talk a bit about that. But even the year we had, and have some points. And then, obviously, uh, I'll look forward to some questions at, uh, at the end of my presentation, Jim. So you see there is quite an effort to try and control club root. It's a disease in canola fields that has got many producers worried. Yeah, it does. And uh, obviously, it's something we really have to be aware of. But I think it's it's how we go about it. It's obviously uh, something we have we have to take it on as uh, and not be afraid. We, well, we're afraid of it, but we can't say turn a blind eye to it, Jim. We really have to recognize that it's there and 
Uh, we've uh, already known 37 locations where it is. The soil samples will be back in early 2019 as far as if there's any other locations. And obviously we're concerned about how club root can be spread. It, it's going to impact all sectors of agriculture. So we really have to do a real public awareness on this. And I know producers are aware of it. We just have to figure out how we're going to uh, control and contain it. Now, on the trespass legislation, the province introduced new legislation where it's now on the onus for the person that wants to access farmland to get prior permission. Your right. thoughts on this legislation? Well, I mean, it's something that a lot of rural people have been asking for, but there's there's lots of concerns on why. And from an agriculture perspective, Jim, we're, you know, we're concerned, obviously, you know, even we just talked about club root and how that could move from, uh, you know, from farmer to farmer and concerns about that. But, you know, all aspects of uh, noxious weeds moving from one pasture to another, uh, leafy spurge, downy brome, things like that that we have to be concerned about, species at risk. And really what it does is it gives the, the farmer, the landowner, the same rights as it does any any uh, urban landowner. I mean, you just don't walk into somebody's backyard and you just you, you just don't. I mean, so the permission thing is uh, is something that a lot of rural people have wanted. And from an agriculture perspective, it's something that we really have to be aware of. And, and first and foremost, Jim, really, this is really about safety for the person that's uh, wanting access to the land. They don't know what's there. There's, uh, we've had abandoned well issues. There could be, obviously, some deep coolies and issues like that where there could be, you know, they could put themselves at risk. So it's just something that we passed the legislation on, and we felt it was important for the rural landowners. On another topic, APAS is joining the court fight, the provincial court fight against the federal carbon tax. Your reaction? We're, we're sure glad to see that. And, I mean, obviously anybody that intervenes uh, on this is, is going to be supporting, or is supporting. We can use all the support we can get. I mean, Ontario did. Uh, APAS has. We've, uh, we're hoping others will do the same. And the more we have, the, obviously, the stronger our, uh, our voice and our argument becomes. The federal government is looking at consultation for introducing or bringing in some kind of royalty on wheat breeding so that there can be new improved varieties of wheat. Your thoughts on that one? Well, I mean, the, the, the consultation's going on. I believe there's, a, there's one in Saskatoon, the federal CFIA, and uh, is holding that uh, in the next week or so in Saskatoon. The farm groups will be there. I'm sure they'll all be there. And, and the crop variety groups will all be there. The wheat guys, the canola, the pulse growers, they'll all be there. And it'll be interesting to see what they have to say. I think there's two options on the table, whether it has to be the, the two options or maybe it's a third option. And what we will do at the ministry level is we'll be there and we'll listen to it. And then at, at some point after that, we will probably uh, lead a discussion with the groups here in Saskatchewan to hopefully come to a consensus on just how we should do it. Obviously, we need research when we look at other countries and what they're investing in research. But on the same token, we have to do it the right way. We need the private investor there along with the with the producer. I think that it's a partnership. We need new varieties to be competitive, what the customer wants. And, you know, obviously, we're always looking for increased yields. So I think it's it's got to be a partnership that works for everybody and a willingness to do that. And this discussion is taking place, and hopefully we can come to a consensus here in the province and put a, a good recommendation forward to the federal government. Agriculture Minister David Merritt speaks at the APAS annual meeting this afternoon in Regina. The meeting wraps up today. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. 
The province's new trespass legislation came under fire in the Saskatchewan legislature yesterday. NDP critic Trent Wotherspoon says the legislation is flawed and is causing racial tensions because the FSIN is opposed. Despite what's at stake, the SAS party didn't consult with Indigenous peoples through the FSIN. They didn't consult with the Saskatchewan Wildlife Federation, representing over 33,000 hunters and fishers, as well as landowners. Not engaging those with history and rights and those that are directly involved and with practical knowledge is a recipe for bad legislation and it's disrespectful. Justice Minister Don Morgan says the bill does not change any government relationship with First Nations people. The members office have chosen to politicize this. They've used terms like dog whistle politics. Mr. Speaker, it's fundamentally wrong and it's something that the members opposite should be more responsible about. Mr. Speaker, it's simply this. We want the people in rural Saskatchewan to have the same rights as the people on, in urban Saskatchewan, Mr. Speaker. Nothing any more complex than that. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's done all the way across Canada. Why should we be any different in our province, Mr. Speaker? For the members opposite to try and, want and politicize public safety, public security, wanting to avoid biohazards, Mr. Speaker, is a wrong thing for them to do. The legislation requires those seeking access to rural land to seek permission before entering. The NDP is calling on the SAS party government to update compensation legislation for landowners affected by petroleum development. Opposition agriculture critic Jens Peterson says the surface rights legislation remains largely unchanged since the 1960s. Back in 2015, at the time of that review, the president of the Agriculture Producers Association Saskatchewan gave the example of the out-of-date cap of $1,000 for damage caused by an energy, energy sector operator. And the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association said they want to see land valued as industrial rather than agricultural when oil and gas development takes place. They also wanted pipelines and flow lines removed from the Surface Rights Act. Richard Gibbons, a lawyer with years of experience in the area, said the Surface Rights Board has been inadequately compensating the landowners. Energy Minister Bronwyn Ayres says the legislation was reviewed a couple years ago and the province is open to discussion on the issue. The current challenges that the oil and gas sector face, particularly around the differential, Mr. Speaker, these challenges emphasize how important it is to fully consider changes before any new legislation is considered. Ayres says the province must ensure the timing is right to make changes for both oil producers and landowners. An annual update on the latest in farm research will be held in Saskatoon December 11th and 12th. The regional crop specialist in Watrous, Corey Jacob, says the agronomy research update will be held at the German Cultural Centre. He says the cost is $160 for both days or $100 for one day. He says usually about 200 people attend the conference. It's more of an agronomist-focused event, but we seem to be pulling in more farmers every year or getting interest from, from farmers. What are some of the topics you expect? So this year we've got a talk on soil health, intercropping, greenhouse gas emissions, a little bit on, on in-bin drying and supplemental heat, some soybean talk about soybean establishment and the residue, the residue benefits of soybeans. Uh, we're going to have uh, a little bit of a talk on Goss's Wilton corn because we did discover that in the province this year. Phosphorus, Regus Caramanos with Coke Industries, we'll talk about phosphorus. 
a little bit on club route because we've discovered club route in the province so talking about the ministry's survey and then some global and local perspectives on it as well as some uh, some research that's been done an update on black leg from gary pang with agriculture and agri-food canada and then talking about other insecticide options if we lose the uh, neonicotinoids that's kind of a, a you know a concern for producers. A big one as well is Clark Brownsville, our provincial um, wheat specialist, will be talking about uh, herbicide carryover for next year as well because that's with the dry conditions that could be uh, you know something that could cause quite a fair bit of issue to to producers. Corey Jacob is the regional crop specialist in Watrous. The annual update on crop research will be in Saskatoon, December 11th and 12th at the German Cultural Center. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola gained 30 cents at $440.22. Oats fell 218 at 185.22. Number one red spring wheat rose 60 cents at $250.86. The rest were unchanged. Durham, 210.62. Feed barley, 189.63. Flax, 492.26. Yellow peas, 242.04. Feed wheat, 187.80. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat rose a quarter cent at 573 and three quarter cents a bushel. Back in a moment. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Hi, this is Brady Olson at the Assiniboia Livestock Auction with the market report for November 28th. Regular sale, it was Weyburn's turn as they had 390 head for this sale. As your D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.65 cents to $0.75. D3 cows sold from $0.50 cents to $0.64, cents. canner cows sold from $0.30 cents to $0.50, and your slaughter bulls from $0.85 cents to $0.95. Your cow and bull market is still pretty soft because the markets everywhere are flooded with call cows and bulls, especially out west. For any more market information, give me Brady Olson a call at the Cinnaboy Livestock Auction, 642-5358. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. This is the Hams Market Commentary for Thursday, November 29th. Hams sold 6,000 hogs Wednesday, selling a range of 119 to 141 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,200 head, selling a range of 120 to 140 per CKG. Hams cash hog price today is steady, and forward contract prices opened sharply higher this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar is down 8 basis points, with a daily exchange rate at 1.3302. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.38 cents U.S. U.S. cash reporting regions were mixed, with ISM and Western Corn Belt reporting regions coming in about 30 cents U.S. 100 weight higher, while the national region was lowered by 44 U.S. cents per 100 weight for uncommitted hogs. Lean hog futures gapped higher this morning on rumors that a small amount of pork made entry into China from the USA. The market is holding steady at this new higher level, which has ushered in a $1.50 Canadian per CKG premium over yesterday's open for a 40-plus week forward contract period in all western regions Ham's marketing serves. The sustainability of the move very much remains to be seen, but the market has so far reacted positively. The weather outlook for today, cloudy, 30%, chance of flurries, risk of freezing rain and fog, high minus 2, wind chill near minus 7. Fog tonight, low minus 7. Wind chill minus 7 in the evening, minus 12 overnight. Tomorrow, fog dissipating in the afternoon, then cloudy, 
Winds up to 15K. The high, minus 2. Wind chill, minus 12 in the morning, minus 6 in the afternoon. The low, minus 6. Regina currently freezing fog and minus 3. That's 26 Fahrenheit. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.